Hello. Hi, sorry, I had the microphones muted. That was my second hello out there, listeners. Oh, the I know. The first was muted. And it was such a good hello, too. <laughs> we'll never it get it back. It was quite aggressive. I wanted to jump in in case this episode plays back to back or right after the last episode. Some people may have thought there was a cliffhanger because we left to check on aromas that we were smelling from the kitchen. It was dinner mm-hmm. that was cooking. And the good news is it wasn't burning. What was that smell? I'm, was it... Mm, um, the basil... No, was it basil, kale, sauce over chicken and mushrooms? So you were smelling mushrooms and chicken and sauce. Can you smell umami or can you only taste umami? I think you... Well, I think you taste it. I Yeah. Okay, it's slightly different when we talk about aromas, I believe, and taste. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I have a good sense of smell. You do too? Not as good as me. No. I would say on the list of mammals, it would be dogs, slightly below that, Malia, and then way <laughs> down on the list, me. <laughs> um, yeah, so dinner's fine. I have one of those random... For any listeners who are worried out there, dinner is fine. Dressing on the side. Do you remember when that became a popular thing? I'll take dressing on the side. It was like a diet thing in the early 80s. Yes, it was. Dressing on the side. It has stuck to this day. People ask for dressing on the side, thinking that's the way to control their caloric salad intake. It can be if you go to a restaurant that is notorious for overdressing yeah. your salad with highly caloric, like I'm ranch or blue cheese dressings. But if you're doing like an oil and vinegar, yeah, like how much are you really saving yourself by you're not applying because your you're own. also then getting a separated product versus what would have been emulsified and tossed on your salad. Now you have like mostly oil hanging out on top, and you have to like. Somehow, in a tiny little two-ounce container, mix it up well enough to put on your salad. So you end up getting more oil and less flavor because you can't really... And I guess the calories come from the oil, yeah. not so much the vinegar. Oh, how silly. But you know what? The salad, the dressing on the side has become a normal thing, I think, now. Okay. In fast food chain places. like Because of the way people would always ask for it, now they just do it. It just comes in that tear-open... No, Paul, Paul no, Newman in a little, little two-ounce container on the side. Okay, see that? drive throughs yes. I don't get a lot of salads through drive throughs That's that's on me. That's on me. I don't know the latest dressing technology through drive through No, you and I are just referencing Culver's right now when you say a little Paul Newman's on the side. Sorry, throat clear. Dressing on the side came about the same time that, like, the anti-fat movement of snack wells. Snack wellers? Snack wells. Snack wells. It was 10 years before that. I'll tell you, dressing on the side came with the revolution of, and what they were called back then were housewives. But um, Weight Watchers, when Mm. Weight Watchers was invented... Mm -hmm. Every mom of every kid I used to hang out with when I was a kid was doing dressing on the side. Mm. They, were, they had Weight Watchers products in their kitchen. Mm. And 
they were not losing weight. Yeah. They were on the program, but they were wasn't swapping really doing. sugar for fat. I mean, they were getting rid of fat, but then keeping sugar. And now we know that that's not the way. That came in the 90s. That whole, what was that? The green box, the snack wells. Is mm-hmm. that what you called mm-hmm. them? They had no fat. Right. No fat, but, but like, like all six the times the sugar yeah. to make up for the fact like, that I'm the I'm going to eat this whole box. They're, they're fat free. Yeah. Why am I getting fatter? <laughs> hmm. I, I knew a couple snack wellers. I had a couple snack wellers yeah. in my life. You know. So expensive. Expensive and fluffy. They taste like just like a marshmallow kind of deal. They would get snack well cookies. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom got. In the plastic. A box, yep. They were so far away from the other cookie. There yeah. was like an inch between yeah. each. There was, you get fluffy. like eight cookies mm-hmm. for like, what, twenty nine ninety five. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, around that same time, or at least in my head, an awful drink was created called Diet Cherry 7-Up. Mm. Diet. Awful tasting. Extra carbonated, weird fake sugar tasting, not very cherry, light pink in color, so not satisfying. I never, I tried diet soda when I was young and they had not perfected the technology. I still don't think it tastes very good, but I was turned off early at an early age for fake sugars. But when I saw like that cherry seven up to me, I thought to myself, I wonder if that tastes like a kitty cocktail. No. No. No, like Sprite and grenadine would be delicious. This is like, it looks like something, but doesn't taste like it. So it's a real mind fuck. It came out the same time this awful drink, even though the can is very pretty because it's gold. Diet, caffeine-free, Coke. What the? Mind fuck. (laughs) i'm doing my own sound effects now so why are you drinking this drink that has no caffeine no sugar what the caffeine but it's brown very very uh underwhelming and not satisfying no diet soda sucks it always has it always will and i don't care if former presidents drink 32 to 64 ounces of it a day I'm you know, not doing it. No, I don't buy the diet drinks. I do like probiotic or these natural sodas that are uh, monk fruit or stevia sweetened. And you don't like those. And that's good because then I get to drink them and you don't get to drink them. You know what is good and probably doesn't have a lot of calories is just what are those drinks Water. with just the essence in them like... Is it Claire Brune, just a seltzer? Yeah. Like You're a, just like a sparkling water? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even like sparkling drinks, to be honest. Um, too gassy, and I don't like to eat them, drink them with my meals. I like a real, like, deflated, watered-down Pepsi on a summer day at a baseball game. With an HD? Um, well, I don't get hot dogs. They're too expensive. I can't bring myself to pay $10 for a hot dog at a baseball game. Hmm. Nachos. I could do Pepsi and nachos. Nachos. Mm. Mm. People. Uh, Moving on to the next topic. 
and I, I wish um, our friend Shane was on board for this particular time. Um, deep thoughts here. Uh, I was thinking the other day, a lot of people live in fear, you know, in their daily lives. They're afraid of a lot of things. There's a lot of fear out there. And I think um, sometimes people are put into that state because it's easy to sell them products and things when they're scared and fearful, and it's easy to control people when they're fearful. But one thing I've noticed about people who have a lot of fear in their lives is they're afraid to admit they're afraid. Oh, yeah. So how do you even mm -hmm. mm. break through to those people and just be like, look. You don't break through. You, it's uh -huh. not your job. Okay. You keep leading in the light that you stand in. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel that it. it's if it's they my want face to right come mm. to the light, come in the but light. We can't force them. Mm -hmm. Be the lighthouse. Let them be the sailboat. And if they need your guidance, they will come. It's just a little frustrating when somebody is clearly afraid, but they're afraid to admit they're mm -hmm. afraid. And help uh, is just right there. Like you, we, you know, people yeah. have helped me. When I have come out about a feeling, I'm afraid, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I'm X, Y, Z. That's when you talk and get help from someone. Then you can help someone. Yeah. It's, and then we help each other by helping wrong ourselves. With showing a little vulnerability. You don't yeah, have to. Yeah, if you to... can't even get real. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry for you. Mm-hmm. Get real today. Get real Dot living or? or get real dying. That's the number one thing I think we talk about is being real. Like if we go on walks every day, we chat, and it's like this person or that person, just get real about it. Own the fact that you're this way because a, of this. C, yeah. Yeah. Like get real. I think that's the first thing you have to do is be honest with yourself yeah because if you're not honest with yourself you can't be honest with other people and then you're just what the fucked what the fucked yeah so just uh but, i don't know you know that would be real. so sad to me and we've talked about this too it'd be so sad if you continue to get older and in even in your last bit of life and you haven't been real i bet you're gonna want you're gonna wish that you have been real because it brings wonderful things into your life yeah you missed out on a lot of fun a lot of mm -hmm. human connection if mm -hmm. you can't be real yeah i think people are attracted to people who are are real you're drawn I, to them i think i turn people off by being real and they're not they're not my people well they're not ready to be real yet mm -hmm. sometimes they can get overwhelmed by your realness and they're like whoa mm -hmm. um but actually that was one of the things that attracted me towards you back in the 1900s <laughs> when we met each other was 95 like, oh my God, this person is actually saying what <laughs> they feel and just 
being so real. And I'm like, wow, I like to be real too. Maybe we can be friends. It didn't scare you off. No, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, speaking of real, let's switch to reality. I'm doing air quotes right now because um, here's something I thought of the other day. In a world where now it's okay to have a reality star as the president of the United States because we have had one now, like the bar has been lowered now, how long do you think it'll be before we hear the phrase Jeff Probst for president? Oh, well, that doesn't scare me nearly as much as uh, Dr. Oz for president. Okay. That was a scary thought. Well, no, he. I mean, he was just going for a senator. Huh? Yeah, but most people, that's their... That's their stepping stone? Yeah. That creeped me. So, yeah, Jeff Probst, okay, like... I, I watched all the survivors. He's not the worst guy. I don't really know him. Yeah, you don't know where he stands on like Oprah Medicare for, president? for All or anything. Oprah for president doesn't scare me. No, I'd I'd rather have somebody who is into wellness, mindfulness, and things health. like that. Yeah. yeah, the truth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, when do you think Jeff Probst will run for president? Uh, it'd have to be between. When's the next election? Twenty four. Yeah. Uh, 28, 32, 36, by 36, (laughs) I don't know, Dan. Okay. Probes. I think if you could get some super PAC money behind you, I wonder what you call a Jeff Probst fan. Like, is he is like the super fans of Jeff Probst? Probst. Uh, we're going to have to think on that. Could his running mate be the Amazing Race host? Yeah, for VP. What's yeah. that guy's name? Mm. Phil something. Comes from New Zealand. Phil? Phil. Oh, Phil. If Dying he out name. If he wasn't born, can you be vice president and not be a naturalized? He might be a citizen by now. But you have to be born in America to be the president. The rule might change by then. It might. Thanks a lot, Probst. Thanks a lot. A surprising number of people don't understand the DEFCON scale. Oh, I first learned about it during War Games, Matthew Broderick movie. That's right. War Games. And we learned that the lower numbers are the more dangerous levels of DEFCON. Mm-hmm. Just like Burns. Uh, no. Is it the opposite? First degree burn is, the least is slight surfacing. redness. Oh, okay. Second degree is redness with blistering. Third degree is when you have charred skin oh. on top of all that. Wow. Yeah. So I, I get first degree burns almost nightly when I take a <laughs> bath. <laughs> Yes, she comes out of the bath with, and I don't know if it's good for your skin. No, it's not all, at all pink. And also, when you 
you do a lot of heating pads on your body, and I think you burn yourself a little bit with those too. I think I do, and I think carrying carry out last night, Japanese carry out mm-hmm. on my lap, left burns on my legs. Oh my God. <laughs> First degree, she the best is degree, burning herself on the daily, folks. And I mean, can we start? I like it hot. I like it hot. A GoFundMe to help her learn, like about burn, learn not to burn. How many GoFundMe's are out there that are fake? So many, in my opinion. Well, whenever there is something new on the scene, there are going to be scammers. Like, scammers follow quickly. Mm -hmm. The internet came out, scammers came out. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I was disappointed when I sent money to a prince in another country and he ghosted me. I mean, Algeria, an Algerian prince. Mm. There was one from a small country in Africa. And I'm starting to think that those princes didn't exist. And it's a little, it hurts my feelings. In the Tylenol podcast we're listening to, the Tylenol murders, Uh I think they talked about credit card scams when credit cards came out. Yeah, the origins. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember the credit card machines that... Oh, I love it. I love office supplies and credit card machines and adding machines and anything with a receipt. I had blank credit card slider paper thingies so I could pull out the The carbon, carbon, have the perforated copy that you get, and then the original that I get that's sort of that, that thin wafery paper. Oh, I loved filling out credit card receipts. So you could have been learning how to scam people I, back then but you didn't i didn't but i could have i the dog just pushed her way in for the second episode of today and uh-huh. she freaked me out every time because i'm expecting to see someone at my eye level and then it's just the door that opens what level is she at your thigh level yeah not your eye level hi she just wants to be part of the fun, I think, because she's in here now. She really this busted the through the door she with a lot of gusto. exuberance. Yeah, like, let me in, folks. You're a one-pack. Do you have anything on your list? Yeah. Okay. Um, and we'll have to... These are notes, right? So they're, they're never, like, worked out. Nightcaps. Why would I have a nightcap? I don't even have a day cap. <laughs> And what I think we were talking what about the heck? a lot of people, not us, and this was never me. Even when I drank, mm-hmm. I drank. I when was your a, drinking heyday? Um, what age? 18 to 28. Probably even 26. But I give it, I give 18 to 28. Okay. And I... Even when I drank, I would probably like, you know, get goofy like early evening and then nighttime. But I I wasn't a late night drinker and I didn't do this thing like, oh, let's have a nightcap. Let's go out to dinner and a movie and then come home and have a nightcap. That's Uh just not my jam to like have a drink and go to bed. My drinking was totally much more social. So if I'm not going to be social, I don't need to have that boozy, caloric, drunk feeling, even if it's just one drink. Because for me, one drink was never satisfying. It was like, let's have two Mm -hmm. because it's tasty. Yeah. So I didn't have nightcaps. So nightcaps. Cap off the night with a drink. So what do you like start a fire in the fireplace? That's what I imagine a nightcap. And then 
There's no, like people just watch TV with a, a bare skin rug, and then you just no. have like some brown liquor in a shot. It's just people, a, rocks glass. Yeah. No, it's just people watching Johnny Carson with uh, two knuckles of a drink, beverage, and a glass. So I'd rather have a day cap than a night cap. I want to cap off my day of work. Mm-hmm. That's just called. That's the happy hour, that's right? Happy that's hour. Yeah, happy it's like hour after happens. work. Anyway. I never understood, like, the whole concept of the happy hour is lost on me because it it started off as something pure and yeah. then it got like... <laughs> it's like, okay, it used to be two for one drinks. Yes. So it's I'm gonna, happy. Uh, right. From four happy. to six, yeah. come get a margarita and your second one's free. Makes then sense. it started downgrade to like happy hour means like buy a drink and get your second one half off. Now it's like come on in for happy hour and get a dollar off your drink. Fuck you. But it's not even about drinks anymore. It's like happy hour nachos, you can food. get ten wings for a dollar yeah. or something. It's not even about drinking anymore. It's about food. Right. Well, that's fine. And are you happy because you just got out of work? A job you I hate. think it's a time that the restaurants aren't typically busy. So it, it always started with them just trying to get people in the door at a time that isn't busy. It's not dinner and it's not, you know, it's just come for drinks in the beginning. Just come. Your sister Jean talked about happy hours when I knew her. She's like, I'm going out to ha- for happy hour. She was a happy hour goer. She is? She yeah. was? Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. Yep. Yeah. It just reminds me of like when we first learned about it, probably like Three's Company era. Yeah, at the Regal Beagle. It looked really fun. I mean, you're gathering with people. You're having what you should be, two-for-one drinks. Very economical. Mm -hmm. You could buy someone a drink. And you're being happy. So, nightcap, no thanks. Daycap, I'd rather have something in the day, but I don't drink. You know what I would like right now is a recap of what we talked about because we're Nearing the end of another episode of Save It for the Podcast. we got to talk about travel next episode. In this particular episode, we talked about a lot of things, and I can't remember any of them now. <laughs> well, we just talked about day caps and night caps. Yeah, and now we're recapping the night caps. White caps and knee caps. Whoa. There are a, a lot of caps. Episode of caps. Ooh, snow caps. Mm. Non-parel. Over chocolate at a movie theater? Tiny. The key like is they the, were tiny. Okay, you don't like the ones that are the size no. of a quarter? Nope. Tiny. Do you eat the just this, the plain non pearls at the end without any chocolate at the bottom of the box? You kind of have to because they all fall off. But why eat them? They're not tasty without the chocolate. I don't know. We only have 26 seconds left. We can't really get into that whole sort Capricorn. of mindset. Whoa. I'm a Capricorn. Bye-bye, everybody.